Welcome to The Listcast, a podcast that sees two buddies create the perfect top 10 list. Here we are, Alex. Here we hey, are. buddy, how's it going? It's it's going um, it's going pretty well, yeah. Lockdown is in full effect, but you know, but not so full effect actually. Lockdown has been reduced by by a certain percentage, I think. Um, we're beginning to remember the world that once was. We're remembering February as if it was yesterday, but it's not quite February. We're kind of in that first week denial phase of lockdown, I'd say right now. Yeah, and we're allowed bubbles now, so that's good news. Well, you're not allowed a bubble. Well, I, hey, hey. If I've got a wand hey. and some fairy liquid, I'm going to have some bubbles, right? Yeah, you are allowed a bubble. Here's the thing. You can essentially adopt a single person like me to be part of your bubble. I can but, adopt uh, someone. Yeah, because... I, can I adopt you? Well, be, because I because I am I live on my own, I am therefore at risk of yeah. loneliness, and therefore <laughs> therefore I can form a yeah. bubble with someone, but yeah. you, you live with someone else yeah. and a dog. So you can't form a bubble with someone, but you could form a bubble with a person who lives on their own. So I can adopt you. This is all I'm taking from this conversation. I yeah. can legally adopt you right now. Yeah. How much How much does it cost to adopt you, Ralph? Um, whew, I, I think at least... Well, well, I'm like a, as a service. So um, That makes so me sound adopt, a little bit adoption risque. As, adoption as a service. So that's like uh, ass. Um, <laughs> That's... Yeah, okay. Maybe I should retract my options. Um, no, but but yeah, I'd say five hundred pounds a month. <laughs> That's pretty cheap. Mm. Yeah. I charge. Uh, okay, well, I'll take it under advisement. I think I feel like we've got a bit um, a bit risque already going into this, but it is no. I mean, it's, this is later than we usually record. It is. Normally, we're you know we hit around that sweet eleven a.m. mark where we've got a. A coffee and then a beer, <laughs> but we're going straight in with multiple beers this time round. What are you What are you drinking today, Alex? Today, Ralph, I am drinking, and I'm going to. I'm not sponsored by these guys in any way, and uh, please, 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 please sponsor me. Um, oh, whoa! Don't sponsor Alex. Sponsor the show. Uh, uh-uh, just me. Um, so I'm a big fan of the Northern Monk, which is a brewery from up north in that part of England which is as I desperately read the can to try and figure out where are they from where are they from is it Manchester I think it's Manchester or is it Leeds oh that's bad it's Leeds there you go okay and how how strong is that beer Alex this beer is a sultry 7.8 percent it's called newer world that's that's like that's like a session then, basically. Ah, it's a session. Yeah, yeah no problem. Yeah. Get through okay. several of these. But no, in all fairness, it's absolutely delicious. It's got everything I love about a beer. It's hazy, it's juicy, and it's tropical. Lovely. Mm, what about well, yourself? Yeah, let me tell you about mine. I am drinking the Delectable Honeycomb Milkshake IPA, IPA from Umbard. Oh, yeah. And Bison Beer. They've got there's some kind of partnership going on between Umbard and Bison Beer, which is a um collaboration, a local, kind of collab. Nice. Yeah, local bar. Um it's a, a full bodied um pale ale with Bryson and Hove honey and honey malts as well. So that... it's it's delicious. Do you know what it's like? You know those um 
those like caram that they're like caramelized chunky rock things look who um, you're talking to no i don't know what they're like oh there's a chocolate bar which is like crunchy in the a crunchy, a crunchy. A crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like drinking a crunchy wow uh do you well it is friday so god giving away so much information aren't i already today um it's friday night so now. you've got the friday feeling because that was the advert wasn't it for crunchy isn't it you get that friday feeling yeah it was yeah oh wow well yes it was and and do you know what i was just i was thinking yeah i do have that friday feeling as i sit here talking to you drinking this beer yeah and do you think i mean it is lockdown and to have a friday feeling basically means having a beer on a zoom chat with your mate but um hate to break it to you but we're using skype Look, what I'm trying to get to is that yeah. there's a definite Friday feeling. And I, I think even when I was a kid, there was yeah. something special about a Friday night, wasn't there? Well, there was. But uh, so when you said that, my mind's just been kind of catapulted back to those uh, juvenile moments. But what was your kind of Friday rigmarole? So, like, let's say we're talking, well, let's do both. Let's say middle school kind of era. What, what was that? Did it involve going to the corner shop to get some treats after school? Um, so I actually, no, because I lived on a farm in the middle of nowhere. So you just um, went to pick corn and then sat in the corner <laughs> eating that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, just, I just put the, uh, put the cows away and then, um, <laughs> drink, their, drink their warm milk straight from like, the oven. Like their micro machines, just put them away, fold, no. fold them off in their little farm box. No, I, I actually lived on, on a, <clears throat> on a fruit farm, but, um, no, my parents would go to Tesco's every oh. Friday night. And it was exciting because they would bring back a huge bag of pick and mix. Oh, that must have been amazing. And it was amazing. And my dad would know that there were certain sweets he had to put in there and I'd save them for last. Oh, what were, what were your sweets of choice? I used to have like a banoffee pie sweet. It was like a chocolate thing with what? caramel in it and it, it tasted like banoffee. Um, so not so dissimilar to what you're drinking now. Yeah, yeah, not so dissimilar. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and then all, all, all the usual things, you know, those, those long gelatine snakes and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I but, used to um, really love the little shrimps, the pink shrimps. Yeah, they were tasty. They were good. Yeah. So you would wait until the end of the, ba- you'd, you'd savour them for the end. <laughs> so is this the top 10 things about Friday nights? I think it should, I should be. I mean, whatever we've got planned for this week's. <laughs> Just, just throw it in the bin. I'm, I'm into this now. We're in Friday night mode. We're Friday in night Friday night mode. mode. We've had, we've had a beer. Yeah. Life watch Friends, one. then followed by Fraser, <laughs> followed by Spaced. God. Followed by um, Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead, yeah. Um, the Beavis. King of the Hill. King of the Hill, yeah, that was a Friday night thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Never really got into it, I have to say. I feel like I didn't really get it when I was that age, but and probably then... going back, I'd like it because it's. Um, so what's his name, isn't it? Uh, Judge, Mike Judge. He does King of the Hill. And oh, I like his okay. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought it was pre- it was pretty good. I used to enjoy it. It probably went over my head when I was watching it because I was quite young. But it used to always be um, the very last thing on a Friday night as I was going to bed as a kid. It would always be like Eurotrash. So Eurotrash, it would be like Eurotrash is coming on Channel 4. Yeah. Like, That's the signal. Naughty times. It's, it's bedtime. It's bedtime for me. Yeah. yeah Put myself yeah. to bed. Yeah. Put yourself to bed. Okay, one more thing about Friday night, and then I promise I'll stop. Okay, but this is important, and I think you're going to enjoy it. Friday night was also the night of the roller disco. Ah. 
did you ever did you did you partake in roller discos i went i went to one or two as a young whippersnapper yeah yeah where they basically just skate around in a circle wearing brightly neon colored skates listening to 90s dance music yes do you think this is where roller derby was formed oh quite possibly Quite possibly. So maybe someone had one too many uh, panda pops and yeah. got a little bit aggro and they thought, hey, let's make a sport about this. Panda. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to shit on roller derby because some of my very good friends play and enjoy it. I've seen a few games. Ralph, I have no idea what's going on. None. People have explained it to me several times. I still have no idea. I think you, you, you get something, you hold something. And you skate round, and you've got to keep skating. But I don't know. Okay, what we want to do is we want to discuss a list. At this time, we've had, uh, you know, we're relying on the, the, the pouring in of suggestions from our millions of our fans. So, so we, we've been relying on their suggestions. And I, mm. I believe we have one today, Alex. We do. Uh, yes, we certainly do. And actually... Do you know what? I mean, I liked this one so much for two reasons. One, it's a great topic. Two, the contributor's name was the same as your name. No, no one has my name. Uh, it was. It was. It was Ralph. <laughs> was it? Yes, it was. <laughs> I don't know where he's from though. He didn't say. Um, Could it have been Ray Fines because it's spelled the same, but it's pronounced Ray? <laughs> I Maybe. I, I would have thought he'd be. Yeah, I thought he'd be into it. I think after we did the uh, the wild animals, he was just like, yeah, I'm into this. Hmm. Um, Ralph right. says he would like to know what our top 10 fictional towns are. And I thought this was great because this spills over into all mannerisms mm. and media, you know? So we could have film, we could have television, we could have literature although you know we're both very ill-read so probably not uh we could have those video games i hear so much people talk about yeah uh we, we could have places we've made up in our own mind <laughs> you know oh the the memories the memories the memories okay uh, so I, 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 thought, I, I thought this was great how yeah. do you how do you feel about this i l-o-v-e it oh good well i'm very glad to hear that okay so with that in mind, shall we take 10 and come up with five? Or take five and come up with five? Because it sounds better, doesn't it? Because 10 and five just sounds a little bit... Ooh, five if and five. If you're five by five, then I'm six, six, six. Six, right. Or you're Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Five minutes are up. How are you? How are you? Five minutes. Uh, really good, Alex. Actually, I've got a, um, I've got another beer. Um, <laughs> Me too. I, I thought you might be interested in. Um, so I, I'm, sti I'm sticking with the Unbarred variety, and I'm, mm. I've got the Unbarred Tropic Soda, Passion Fruit, Pineapple, and Mango Pale. Um, no Rules Brewing, made of Brighton. It's a, uh, it's a made lovely of Brighton. Beer. Made of Brighton. Just bits, bits of bits of Brighton in that. Yes, yeah, like just bits of street, you know, like bits of <laughs> bit of the pier, bit of the pier. But uh, um, no, man, okay. like this, this and basically this is this is Friday night because 
I'm essentially drinking my two favourite beers of the moment. Wow. At the same time. Not literally, but... No, that'd be disgusting. Well, so, good. Okay, well, nice. Uh, I So I, I used f- four of the five minutes to write down my... The gold, write down the gold. Once that was in the bank, I uh, went to the fridge and picked up the Wild Beer Nebula. Oh, I haven't heard of that. Let's see Ooh. the uh, artwork. Please. Yeah, you've, you've seen it. You've seen it. I have seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Sorry, when you said wild beer, I thought you just picked it off a hedge or something. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I found it uh, in the hedgerow outside. Wild beer make great, great beers. They do. Very, very nice. Very nice indeed. Okay, so on to the matter at hand. So I was listening to a YouTube video the other day. Have you heard of YouTube? Are you familiar with YouTube? Yes, where people go to influence. That's correct. It's where all the big boys hang out, and they mm. get all their, they get all the dollars. Yeah. Not like not like these schmucks. With, yeah. um, so <laughs> on YouTube, uh, I was watching an American chap, and he was doing, as we normally do, the rock paper scissors shindig. Yeah. But he called it the Rochambeau. Were you familiar with this? The Rochambeau. Rochambeau. What we, no, what did we what did we call it last week though? What was the actual Japanese? I say last week. It, it wasn't last week. Many many weeks ago. Oh um. Oh, I don't know. Okay, don't worry. HDC? Um, no. I don't know, but it was, wasn't it? It was. It origin. We we found the origins. God, it'd be good to be able to retain knowledge, wouldn't it, one of these days? It would. Um, anyway, so we're going to Rochambeau. Where does Rochambeau come from? Because at first I thought rock, as in row, but then... I don't know. No idea. I thought Rochambeau, what I know it from, is from South Park. But Mm -hmm. uh, this is... is, So let's Rochambeau. So we'll go on three, okay? Okay. Okay, so one, two, two, then go. Yeah. On three, okay, fine, here we go. One... To go. Skizzers. Oh, Skizzers beating the paper right there. Do you know what happened there? Do you know what happened there? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Come on, (laughs) get your excuses in. Well, I just had this sense that we always do scissors and we both, we both always do scissors. And then I think we both always do paper. And I think there's like, there's a formula we do every single time. That's how I got, I got into your mind. That's what I did. I got into your mind. I did a wild card and I went for paper. You went for the wild beer. Um, I knew it wouldn't work as well. <laughs> well then, jokes on you, my friend. Okay, so numero uno, where? What kind of fictional town do I want to visit, live in, yeah, explore? You know, all these things. I'm gonna right. Okay, so I'm gonna say in this town. There live some skeleton bones. No, that doesn't really. Um, so the mayor uh, wears some snappy suits. That's for sure. Some snappy suits. Okay. Uh, he desperately wants the town to be open for the Fourth of July. So let's just ignore for a moment the uh, <laughs> the town is also features a series of horrifying and fatal shark attacks but uh ralph where where do you think i i'm i'm keen to visit i think you're talking about the island of amity ah you would be correct indeed 
Amity Island, the fictional island located off the coast of New England, mm. which is the main setting for the Jaws franchise. Uh, why? I hear you cry. Why would I possibly want to go there? You madman. There's a great white on the loose. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, it, I think it's got some beautiful white sandy beaches. Uh, I feel like the locals are quite friendly. Um, <clears throat> a nice array of shops. Yeah. It's got a, it's got a, got a cool vibe to it, you know. It's very chilled. It's very chilled, right? But I think that is an island. It's kind of the island mentality in general, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, everything's a bit slower. Um, people, it, it, you know, it's totally acceptable to wear a Hawaiian shirt at any given time of the year. Yeah, uh, which which is a big a big plus for me. Um, it was. Do you know what where it was originally? You know where it was filmed. Where where the, this real life locale is. <sighs> um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, where was? Uh, oh, probably Pacific Northwest somewhere. Martha's Vineyard was the answer I was looking for there. Oh, okay. Uh, that's where it was. That's where it was shot. Uh, and uh, I don't know. You probably do know this, but I'm, I'm going you know, to put it out there anyway. So the majority of extra extras in the classic Jaws are actually all inhabitants of uh, of the of the island of the actual the actual place in Martha's Vineyard. Okay, that's which cool. Which is pretty cool, right? <laughs> I'm also pretty sure um, that it was filmed in in like in in the winter or late winter or or, or or autumn or something so when everyone's going in the water they're having to it's really cold and they're having to just make out they're having a wonderful time in on the fourth of july but it's actually quite oh really quite yeah I i'm didn't... pretty sure i saw that or or I um, heard that somewhere i didn't know that but, but it's got a great chief of police it has he pretty... well well he's new to new to the island really isn't he he's like a city cop isn't he like originally yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes from the city because he doesn't mm-hmm. like water, does he? Old, doesn't old, like old Martin, Martin Brody. Not, not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, I've just, just read here that uh, there's a year-round average of uh, 9,190. That's the population. I thought you were going to say 9,000 shark attacks. <laughs> 9,000 shark attacks. Yeah, <laughs> but they thought we won't put up, any, up, 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 up we won't put up any nets. We'll just, uh, you know, let the chips fall where they may, if you like. It's a bit like um, an approach to the coronavirus. But they must have, I mean, think about it. There must be. <laughs> I, love how I, I love there was no response to that. That was good. I liked it. It was because I was just so excited people, about, hey, it was about this. It's fine. We'll put it um, I really, lo- but let's think about this, right? So Quint, God rest his soul, mm. he has a, sh- a shark fishing business right on this island so there must have been a spate of sharks in and around this place so it shouldn't come as a huge surprise not a great white though well that's true i suppose they haven't seen one of this caliber before no i think it was i think it was the fact that it was a great white because even the tiger shark was rare i think um and and i'm sure great whites don't they um because when they go to his little shack he's got all the the, the jaw bones right <laughs> the jaws bones um 
And so the island must have been <clears throat> full of sea life, including. I think Charles. he's. I think he's a gl- I think they. I think he spent the his lifetime traveling the world, picking up sharks, because I think I'm right in saying that great whites tend to inhabit the ocean further south than that. Oh, I see. I could be wrong. I mean, I I'll, I'll look it up right now. Um, so I think for them to come that far north. Yeah. Uh. Is, is quite rare. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I don't really know where to lead on for this. So, yeah, Amity, Amity Islands. Um, I, I, yeah, I could, I, could, I could while away some time there, especially in the summer months. I'm completely wrong. They basically inhabit the entire world. Uh, <laughs> like they're, they're in Sainsbury's. Yeah, you know. uh, they're, they're cruising. They're, I've just got an image of a, a shark cruising down the Basingstoke Canal, actually on a on a canal barge, n- uh, navigating the locks. Hey, you laugh, but we all have to evolve at some time. That's true. That's true. Uh, so yeah, so okay. Great choice. There Great, you go. Wonderful choice. Thank, um, you. Thank you very much. I I. I, you, well, we we both like know that it's probably in both our top five films of all time. That 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 particular I mean, one. It is, isn't it? I could yeah. watch it over and over and over again. We should go. Maybe we should plan a trip. You know, because we're gonna we're gonna be itching to to travel. I'd yeah. go there. That'd be great. I'm sure there's a plaque which says "Welcome to Amityville" or something. Anyway. Yeah. Good. Well, that's number one. Number one. Uh, Boom. Over, man. Uh, right, over to you, sir. Over to me. Okay, um, so I am going to go with yes. Um, something. Let me try and give you some clues here. Okay. <clears throat> oh, this is this is my favourite bit. This is the only reason I tune into these. By the way, we could play the yes no game actually. Okay, let's play the yes no game. I mean, I'm assuming the yes no game is me, you ask a question and I I ask a question and you say yes or no. Yeah. Let's see how far we can get with it. Okay. So Do I on. get any kind of clue? No. No. Okay, fine. Um, is it? Oh well, first one. Is it mainland? Yes. Okay. Is it hot? Yes. Ooh, interesting. But I wouldn't go. I wouldn't. I mean, I'm I'm thinking relative to okay. the southeast England. Yes. Okay, fine. Um, is it American based? Yes. Aha! Is it California based? Yes. <laughs> is it Hill Valley? No. Oh, damn! Oh, I was gonna be so happy with myself <laughs> if I got that. Okay, so we're talking California, America. Yeah. I mean, that's the only place I know. <laughs> um, uh, 100% know another place. But maybe okay. you don't. I don't know. I, I thought you did. Okay. Uh, California, huh? California. Is it... Is it large? I don't know. Like, no, not really. Is this falling apart now? No, no, no. I want to get there. I want to okay. get there. Come on, come on. Let's start again. Let's start again. Okay, so yes, no. Yes, no. Okay, so is it hot? Kind of, yes. Okay. Is it mainland? Yes. Is it American based? Yes. 
Is it Californian based? Yes. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh god, all I can think of are real places. Uh, oh, is it set in this time? Uh, not this time, but when it was set, it was in this, it was it, it was set within our lifetime. Lifetimes, yeah. Okay. Um. You have to give me a clue. I'm struggling. Um, okay, it is. It it was featured in a TV series. Oh yeah, that narrows it down, doesn't it? Um, is this TV series a comedy? No. Oh. But it has comic elements. Oh. Oh, a Californian TV show that has comic elements. People are probably screaming right now. I have no, my mind is completely blank. Okay, it features an array of human and not so human. Characters. Oh, is it? Oh, is it Thingy and the Hendersons? No, that's not California. Not that's, at all, is it? That's the up. Uh, so human and not so human. E.T. Is that say <laughs> California? <laughs> TV series. Oh yeah, well you know the classic ET TV show they did. ET TV. I'm amazed there wasn't. I mean, I'm sure they'll bring it back as a Netflix special. What? What the hell are you talking about? California. Okay. TV show. They're no, not so, one they're more. Not one so, more. They're not so human characters. Yeah. Have a penchant for blood. Vampires. So we're talking. Oh, hello, Santa Carla, Lost Boys. No. Oh, come on, man. That was, you, that was literally, that was the breadcrumb trail was right there. Uh, um, the, For all I know, that's a real place. Interview with the Vampire, wherever that's set. No, it's TV series. Aren't oh, God damn it. TV show about vampires in California. I don't what, know. What could there possibly be? I don't what, know. What TV show could there possibly be, which is one of the most famous TV shows of all time? Really? Count Docula. <laughs> Buffy the Bloody Vampire. Oh, of course, Sunnyvale. Sunnydale. Yes. Sunnyvale, Sunnydale. Oh, God. Oh, hell's going to kill me for this one. Uh, okay. Right, well, so right. we know that, so, but we learned something. We know that, yes, no, I'm rubbish at. <laughs> so, please. We know your kryptonite. If ever I need to pull out something, we're like, right, Alex, yes, no game, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you don't get it, you don't eat. Right? You're dead. <laughs> so, so I'm going with Sunnydale, right? Okay. So Buffy Vampire Slayer. Um, I, I see this as a mid '90s TV show, but it's really not. It's uh, 1997 to 2003, so it actually, really, it swings across into the new millennium, which probably That's... gives it some lasting appeal. It's a little bit more modern because I don't really see '97 as old. Say 1994, I think that's quite dated. '97, I think okay. We're, we're talking, I don't know, what came out in 97? Like Men in Black, I think that probably came out. <laughs> That's a modern film. Um, <laughs> I think Mo Money, Mo Problems by uh, Notorious B.I.G. was out, you know. Um, it was um, basically... I think you're overlooking the biggest one, somehow. I don't know how you've done this, but I think you'll find that Batman and Robin came out in 1997 also. Oh, hang on, wasn't Titanic 97? I think that was 98, Titanic. No. Um, Correct, 97, as was Speed to Cruise Control. 
I'll tell you what else was 97. What's that? From memory. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Star Wars A New Hope came out, the digital remaster. Oh. Mm. That still adorns my shelf. <clears throat> the, dig- the, the new version, the um, added... Oh. No, actually, no, it doesn't. No, not not at all. Move on. Um, so 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 anyway, yeah. So so Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Sunnydale, 97, 2003. Joss Whedon was director. If we all remember, it had one of the most iconic um, soundtracks of all time. Bam 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 bam. Very. It was a fantastic show. Fantastic. But I didn't I didn't get into it till. Well, actually, I only watched it probably about five years ago. Mad. And, well, it was because my sister was really into it, right? Mm. And I thought, oh, if she's into it, it's rubbish. It must be rubbish, yeah. Massively no. wrong. I was, more, I was more into X-Files. Catherine was into uh, Buffy. And uh, on once I did watch it, I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, abs- it's incredible. It's Have so you- good. Have you seen the the film, the original film? With Alicia Silverstone. Is, is that it? who it is? I think so. I can't remember now. It's 1992. I know that much. Um, I think it is Alicia Silverstone. I don't think it is. Well, Google will tell me. It is... No, Kirsty Swanson. Very close. Very close indeed. I think it's got Donald Sutherland in it, though, doesn't it? That film. I uh, I have seen it anyway. Yes. So I actually watched that first. Yeah, it's got Donald. Then, they, they must have spent all their money all their money on Donald Sutherland um, and Hillary Hillary Swank and Luke Perry. It's actually had a, a, a bunch of um, burgeoning stars right. uh, are waiting to, um, to take control of Hollywood, but. No, anyway, since that was 1982, and then and but what Joss Whedon really wanted to do was create a TV series. So, um, so he starred Sarah Michelle Gellar, of course, as Buffy. Um, uh, David Barinas as Angel, and that's where my <laughs> that's where my memory stops. But we had Spike, uh, uh, aka the, Billy Idol. Billy Idol, who yeah. who later became a, a a love interest of Buffy when she got a bit confused, didn't know what she wanted. You know, life was hard. Um, so okay, so Ralph, I gotta stop you here. So granted, my choice did have an issue of a shark. Mm. You could choose not to go in the water, and you know, yeah. you'd still have a r- relatively pleasant time if you kind of just didn't read the tabloids. Sunnydale mm. is based on a hellmouth, so they had all manner of evil spewing from the ground at any given moment. Yeah, so why the hell do you want to go here? Oh, well, this is just my favourite. I mean, it doesn't mean I want to go there. I mean, this is just our favourite fictional towns. I just, I just like the world. Oh, okay, okay. I like the law of it. I mean, I, I um, it's it's funny because they have uh you think about it they've got like the worst they've got both the best okay so they, they, they've got this like venue which is like the club they go to on a friday night this sort remember yeah, friday night what, before yeah, what was it called down? what was it called the something the bronze oh uh, yes what a what a what a lineup of bands they had grace that stage but but did they have good bands because because my point was that 
I used to always be disappointed in the bands because I used to always want it to be like Rocky, but it was always very sultry. You would have Angel, <laughs> the other love interest on one side of the room, Buffy on the other side of the room, they'd look at each other and there'd be some kind of love song in the background. I was like, oh, you know. And then someone would get a spike through their heart. And yeah, just no, before, or a, just not before a spike, they... A pointy thing. Steak. steak. <laughs> a pointy just thing. Well, they... I guess it was called Mr. Pointy. Yeah. No, uh, I'm fairly sure... Letters from Cleo and Real Big Fish graced that stage. Really? I think so. I might be wrong. It does happen from time to time. Um, but it was, a, but it was a cool club. You're right. It was. But there would always be some. This is the thing I never understood, right, about about this particular venue. So sometimes, you know, Buffy and uh, Xander and Willow, you know, the crew. Would just yeah. all hang out there and have a really what what they'd have a great knees up without any alcohol. That was important. They never had alcohol. It was always water. They were underage, Alex. Yeah, but you know. Um, <laughs> uh, but, 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 um, but, but then, but oh. then, right? There'd be some <laughs> kerfuffle, and some vampires or evildoers would mm. get involved and start in the back streets. Start psh, 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 well inside the bronze as well. Sometimes. And then the next week the same thing would happen and i feel like they could have beefed up door security i felt like maybe they could have you know shut the place down <laughs> maybe move what the i liked venue. what i liked about buffy was that it, i i felt like it had the laws the vampire laws spot on yeah like, like it knew it was doing like sunlight would just would was like you know ground zero you expose the sunlight you're absolutely screwed and of yeah, course yeah, yeah. All our all us Buffy fans will remember that time when Angel, uh, I believe he was risking his life for Buffy. Oh, don't and make the, me cry. The don't miracle of Christmas, a sudden snowstorm came over, and it was the morning. Sun was about to break. He was basically going to die, and then a snowstorm came over, which blotted the sun, which mm. allowed him to uh, to stay stay there. But but like uh, you know, so, so so that was good. Um, he was rubbish though. Angel was rubbish. Not in his own. Angelus, when he was the evil one, was brilliant. Angelus. Yeah, yeah, when it was especially when he killed um uh what's his name's girlfriend. Who, uh, uh what's his name? The librarian guy. Oh yeah. Giles. Giles', Giles. girlfriend. That was Giles amazing. Nest Cafe Giles. That was amazing. Yeah, and he was he was a rocker. <laughs> he was like a rocker as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he had his they, they had, the, yeah, the dark had his side. Ego. Yeah, yeah, he had his he had his dark side. Everyone has a dark side, which he brought out. And um, had a magic shop. He had a magic shop too. He did. He later had a magic shop. <laughs> and of course, we um, we got the spin off, which was Angel. Yeah. Um, which I really enjoyed Angel as well. I, I really I really really like that. It's a bit darker, a bit more violent, a bit edgier. Um, and it allows some of the other characters to flourish, like um, Cordelia. Cordelia, um, Cordelia Chase, uh, she flourished, and then of course there was Faith. Oh, uh, she was the, great. The bad Buffy, the bad version of Buffy, Buffy's Buffy's dark side, and and she yeah, yeah she was she was awesome, you know, she was she got a good actress. Um, Ali. Shakuthbert, no. No. The other one. Yeah, Alicia, someone. Uh, Faith, actress. God, people listening to this are going to be so angry. We it's don't okay. They'll be the wonders of editing. Elisa Dushku. Oh, of course, yes, yes. Who was also in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure most of this cast have appeared in a whole okay. 90s horror films. 
Okay, uh, so Ralph, you yes. are in Sunnydale. Right? I am. What's the first thing you do? Run. <laughs> Go to the church and get some holy water. Go to the hell's mouth, sacrifice a goat, and say, "Look, I am yours. Take me." Yeah, um, guys, I'm, I'm I don't want any trouble. Place. I don't want any trouble. I've just, I've just come here. It's like when you go on a monopoly board and you go to just parking. I just go. I don't want any trouble, but I'm here for the duration. I'll be gone when the next person rolls the dice. We're well, all good. They, I'm sure when I was in school, we had um, a construction company called Sunnydale. Oh. And they had Sunnydale signs outside the school. So the one positive thing about going to school was that I would see that sign and think, well, maybe, maybe <laughs> I could be there. And I could be part of the Scooby gang. Um, and also I could be there and I could be killed by a vampire, which would be, you know, worse than this. But yeah. Um, well, do you Sunnydale. want to know something? Do you want to say something kind of cool? Yes. So no more than 10 miles from where I live, there is a place called Sunningdale. Of course there is, yes. Mm. I have seen this on the map many a time. There is no Hellmouth there, just a big Asda, which <laughs> could be, you know, considered a Hellmouth. It could be underneath. It might be, wait, be if you were Maybe. a witch, you might be able to conjure, conjure um, spirits from the Hell's Mouth. So anyway, look, okay. that's mine. We could talk about Buffy all night long. Um, I'm conscious of time, so there you go. Okay, Boom. let's move on. Uh, I like it. Let's I like it on. a lot. Let's, <laughs> let's decide whether it's above or below Amity. Uh, I've done it again. Um, I'm going to say, look, everyone likes a good cursed town. <laughs> There's no question. I mean, normally if someone says, hey, do you want to hang out <laughs> underneath a, where a hellmouth is? I'm, I'm up for it. I'm all up for it. Love it. However, there's no white sandy beaches. There's no uh, hippies on a beach. Um, and but, Alex. The mayor, the, mayor, the mayor is not as good. But hold on a second. Mm. We forgot to discuss criteria, okay? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't think I, we don't have to discuss it but yeah. you're you're talking like oh Amity's really great but you're avoiding the big shark in the room which you're is you're literally uh, going to a hell mouth okay like, but, come on I take a shark oh, over all the evil in the universe how would you feel about going in the water in Amity Island I'd, I'd be would you scared. take the risk would you take the risk I'd, dip, I'd literally dip my toes in <laughs> I'd dip my toes into the water however uh, Sunnydale. Uh, also, when does evil stop? Does it know that the city limits is <laughs> like at a certain point and it just stops? And they go, oh, no, can't go out there. <clears throat> um, I mean, my money's I, I, on my money's on Amity Island. I'm sorry. Okay, all right, all right, fine. I'll, I'll stick with that. Amity number one. Okay. And uh, Sunnydale is in a, a closely fought second position. Okay. All right. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna speed on to my, my second choice. Yeah. So, um, how can I describe this place? Uh, it's quite barren. Uh, it's quite arid. There are two suns, but a rocking band in a. Tatooine. There you go, Mos Eisley. Mos Eisley. 
Mos Eisley, Tatooine. I mean, after I just described it, it made me think that's a terrible place. It's barren. There's nothing going on. Nothing grows here. But there's a great bar. But there's a great bar. And great that's music, the same song. That's, <laughs> that's my criteria. That's all I want, apparently. Um, also full of bounty hunters and uh, murderous gum. Isn't it where all the all the uh, like the scum of the universe come to meet or something? What's that famous line? Um, my friend doesn't like you. I'll I don't be, like you. I don't like you either. I'll be more careful. You'll be dead. <laughs> um, which I use way too frequently, to be honest, in my day-to-day uh, vocabulary. Just wishing people to die. Uh, You'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Well, that's that's it. That's what the tourism board says. Uh, that's why I'm into it. You know, that's why I want. I mean, talk about danger. If you go there, you're getting it. However, the stormtroopers are doing a bang-up job keeping everyone quite safe, aren't they? <laughs> you're, Checking you're everyone's... Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, let's face it, there was no trouble until the Jedi arrived. No, it's all their fault. Yeah. Um, which, is, which is another way to interpret the Star Wars universe. I mean, if we all just did as we were told and we lived in a totalitarian state and we we accepted that our (laughs) ruler is more knowledgeable, more powerful, and is basically our father figure who tells us what to do and we are all but naive children, if we acknowledge that, we all get get on We get on fine, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I'm... Boris Johnson, for example. (laughs) You know, I'm not saying he is the emperor. However... We all tune in for his little speech at six think, o'clock think, every day. The emperor, emperor is pushing. I think Jar Jar Binks is probably <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Yes, yeah, true. That's a, more, that's a better level to. Um, yeah, no. Um, something about Tatooine is quite quite appealing to me. I think it is. You know, it's it's a it's a cultural melting pot. It is because you've got all the scum you could possibly want. <laughs> um, uh, credits will be fine there. Mm. Uh, uh, great spaceport, very good spaceport. Yeah, that's true. Would you? Um, would you? Would you? Okay. Let's plus, I it. really want to go on a sand crawler. I really want to go on a sand crawler. That's that's. And the... I could totally take out a Jawa. I mean, they're not difficult, are they? You could, but this is my point. You you're gonna need to have some form of self defense. You know, it's not it's not you're not hanging out in in um. You know the, the tropical southeast of England anymore. You are, you, you are, you're you're in a, a slightly more edgy part of town. You know you're you're not in Hove anymore. You're in Bryson. You know? Yeah. You're not like, in Kansas so, anymore. You're in Tatooine. So so what's your 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 weapon? Like what do you take on you? Because you could be. I mean I'm more of a blaster man myself. Um, but you, you could just be want a, to be Han. Yeah. Well he's 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 cool, isn't he? He's, he's, he's a dream. He's a dreamboat. Let's be honest. Uh. My weapon of choice would be the Death Star. <laughs> would be my weapon of choice. Just a mini Death Star that I could uh, pull out of my pocket. Anyone gives me any grief, I'll be like, say hello to my little friends. <laughs> There's some massive space base. Uh, and I'd show them a little... I'd show them a little... I'd show them a little YouTube video of Alderaan and say, do you want this to happen to you? Would you, hold on, would, would you have people living in the desk? Would it be to scale, but on a micro No, side? no, no, just like on my key ring. Like a flea circus. 
No, just, yeah, just on my, on, on my keys. And I pull it out, and they'd be like, ha, 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 yeah, whatever. Look at that ridiculous thing. And I'd be like, mate, I don't know if you know about the Starbase killer that is the Death Star, but mm. I've got a micro version of it. Okay. Say no more. And I could enjoy that music on repeat for the next what do you what, what do you prefer? The, the, the Death Star from... As well, to be fair. Yeah, the Death Star from A New Hope or the Death Star from Return of the Jedi? Well, the one from Return of the Jedi is not exactly finished, is it? Yeah, but it's cooler. Don't you think it's cooler because it's not finished? Uh, no. I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. I, I think it's it's just a cooler looking thing. It's more somehow it's more menacing. It's like yeah, I guess. Bald. But also, it's a construction site. That's true. So, anyway, I will leave it there. Those halcyon days of when Star Wars was good, eh? Oh, let's not let's not go down that let's not go down that path. Uh, Mos Eisley on Tatooine, you get a great suntan as well. Two suns. Where would you rather go on holiday, uh, Mos Eisley or Sunnydale? Probably Sunnydale, because you know I could get a drink at the Bronze. At least you know that if you're at the Bronze just or as- whatever. Just if vampires like, come out, you can you can kind of go home. Whereas if you get a, get a, a space flight to Mos Eisley, you're absolutely screwed unless Obi Wan happens to be by my know, side, by which, he normally, side. which he normally is. To be fair, can't get rid of the bugger. I um, guess you could talk to Han and you could you could try and get him into one of his little you know little plans of you know. I'd, I'd just be like tugging his uh, his uh, <laughs> what's he got? He's got he wears a shirt, doesn't he? No, waistcoat. He wears a waistcoat. Does he wear a waistcoat? Kind of. A, a, a gilet. He wears a kind a of... Gilet, a gilet. I'll be tugging at Hans' gilet going, oh, please, can I do the Kessel Run with you? Oh, please. Yeah. And he'd be like, look, I dropped my cargo last time because of one of you. <laughs> so, no. Anyway, Ralph... Okay, so more precisely, I'm putting there at number three. Let's go number three. Ralph, I am eager to know what your next <sighs> retreat is. My next retreat... Okay, so for my my next one, um, I'm going to give you a clue. Please don't let me play the yes no game again. We're not playing the yes no game. Thank God, God. forbid. Thank God. Um, I've just realised the crazy contradiction in the name of this place. It makes no sense. Okay. Um. <laughs> So I, I don't know if to give you a clue based on the name of the of the town or or on the, the location itself. But okay, imagine a place which. <laughs> see how quickly you can get this. Okay. Um, imagine a place which over time changes. <laughs> what every place in the world. <laughs> but, yeah, this but, is going to be. We're in for, strap in, guys. We're in for a long one. Um, a place which you might visit. In, I know, say four different time periods, and it has significant changes to it. Okay. A place which is on the west coast of America in California. Oh, you love bloody California, don't you? Well. I oh, do. hang on. I know this one because yes, there's only do. two places. We're talking about Hill Valley, California. We correct? are talking about Hill Valley, California. Ah. So we're located are... in the Sierra Nevada mountains. <clears throat> Yes, exactly. Um, and, and and Hill Valley, Hill Valley. What's that about? Well, isn't it because it's close to the the Grass Valley? 
And it's named after the San Andreas Fault. That's what I thought it was. Well, I just thought there must well, be... Well, if it's near the Sierra Nevada Mountains, mm -hmm. it's going to be quite mountainous. Yeah. So there'll be hills. Yes. And valleys. And valleys. <laughs> so Hill Valley. Hill Valley. So, um, mystery solved. Mystery solved. Um, Hill Valley. Great Hill, shout. Hill, Hill Valley. Great so shout. To those who don't know, um, we're talking Back to the Future. We never talked Pardon? We never talk about Back to the Future. No. Uh, 1985, um, possibly the greatest film of all time, but but not. You know, it's up there. It's up there in the top, in the highest possible echelons. Yeah. Um, there, there's nothing else like it, really, is there? Um, but uh, <laughs> it's. Um, I don't need to give a rundown of the film. It's it's set in four different time periods. We're talking 1885. We're talking. Yeah. 1955 we're talking 1985 and we're talking 2015 which is five years ago well actually we're talking two versions of 1985 yes we are there's also a parallel universe version there is. um and i guess when we look at this it's like okay so which version of hill valley do we like so let's do a quick rundown okay in chronological order in terms of when the films were made, I'm going to try and get this right. We're talking 1985 in the reality that we know. And that's a kind of, it's all right. You know, it's like Hill Valley's a bit run down. There's a problem of homelessness in, insofar as there's one homeless person. Um, yes, there is. Uh, but there's also like kind of, you know, um, Iranian militia or... <laughs> Are they Libyan. Iranian? They're Libyans. Libyans, sorry. That was terrible. Um, very different place. Um, but there are Libyans. Yeah. Um, Libyan militia. Yeah. Um, it's it's a it's a dangerous place to be. You got you got crazy scientists and you know, you got a school which is like it's all right, but it's not everything's a little bit dull. Then you've got 1955, which is bloody beautiful, where you literally walk down a road and the yeah. music spontaneously blasts into the air, and it's Mr. Sandman by Metallica. No, it's um, <laughs> it's 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 like a beautiful, wonderful uh, 1950s rendition of uh, Mr. Sandman. The Donna 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 Sisters, is it by? Boom, boom, boom. I don't know, some kind of barbershop quartet sounding. Um... Yes, I think it's the Donna sisters. <clears throat> yeah, and you know, and they, they have the, the uh, what was it, the uh, Ocean Under the Sea? <laughs> Ocean Under the it's Sea? The, it's the Cordettes, I'm wrong. It's not the Donna sisters. What's the, name of, what's the name of the... Um... Oh, bloody hell, Ralph, come on. The Enchantment the under... under the Sea dance. Enchantment <laughs> Under the Sea. Um... God, he's had two beers. I've had three beers, actually. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um... Right. Right. I'm um, yes. Okay. Okay. And, and and we all agree that that you know the the cafe in which um, Marty sits with George, his father, and they encounter Biff is an amazing cafe where we would all love to go there and sip milkshakes. Right. It's it's beautiful, wonderful. 1955 Hill Valley. Hell yes. Ah. Then, <laughs> then we go to 2015, and hello. Hello, sailor. Um, What's going you know, on here? It's not just a life preserve. It's a life preserve 
which like dries itself and all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, and you know, like, like, like that's an exciting place. And, and then we've got, we've got 1885, of course, which is, um, not a very nice place to live. You've got, it's got, it's, got, it's got its merits. You've got Mad Dog. Um, not not one of the merits. Mad Dog Tannen. Um, yeah. Biff's like, you know, great, great granddad or whatever. Um, and it, it's just not very nice, you know, like like the booze is bad. Um, the spittoons everywhere. Yeah, not nice. nice. So we're talking and, and, and let's not, I mean, basically, alternative 1985 is... 2020 yeah in our lives right now so the alternative version of 1985 is basically reality right now um which of course is terrible (laughs) so um, well you know donald trump biff tannen based on you was based on donald trump wasn't he and uh, yeah he said for years they said he wasn't but then actually bob gale was like nah yeah he was is there not is there not a part of you which um like looks at Biff Tannen and thinks like kind of fair play? No. No, <laughs> because he cheated his way to the top. But what would you do if you were given a sports al- almanac from the future? Would you not use it? Well, I'd use it, but I wouldn't use it to my own gain. I would then make the world a better place. If you've got oh, no. a literal untapped pool of resource and money you could then go okay cool well but the thing is i'm not biff Tannen, so you know <laughs> if i was him i'd probably do what he did but i'm not him thankfully maybe maybe jeff bezos had a sports almanac maybe he did yeah mm. and he thought mm, some old come crazy old guy from the future told me to pay my workers terribly and let them work in awful conditions uh, to one day replace them by robots. <laughs> so look, I think that 1955—it's definitely the best version of Hill Valley, isn't it? Hill Valley would be a great place to live. However, however, it is good for us, us being white middle-class males. Yes, Goldie was not so her. good for any other type of person or gender. Let's be honest. That's true. Um, it's all a sheen, Ralph. It looks nice. It's got mm-hmm. the shiny cars. It's got the lovely aesthetics and the pleasing gleam of light and whatnot. The American but actually, dream. you know, the illusion, illusion of the American dream. Yeah, very much so. Which was the 1950s in California in general. Mm. But okay. an exciting time nonetheless birth of rock and roll you know if you could okay so yeah. if I, I mean would you want to live in 1955 or would you want to go to 2015 i think it's one of the two right i would oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough one uh do i get to go there like as in i've got all the knowledge i've got now yes or then 1955 because i'd okay. try and make it a more progressive place um i they'd think i was a, a some kind of wizard if i was to produce a game boy well i know exactly um, what you do you go you go on stage and you play the drums and you start playing songs by every time i die and say <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so you're like kids uh, you, love kids it. Are, you're not ready for this but your kids are gonna love it turns out not so much um 
Yes. Okay, so where does that go in our in our? Well, that's it's number one. Come on. Oh. Number one, Hill Valley, man. Come on. But Alex, Alex. Yes. You love Back to the Future. I know this, which is why I had a slight sense of guilt when I I took it from you. But um, we're talking where you want to live. Are you sure you'd rather live in Hill Valley? Well, we're not talking. We're not. We're talking our favourite. Uh, this is the problem, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking where you want to live. Well, I could live there. Oh, sure, I'll give it a go. It's more of a place I would go to. Okay, all right. Hill Valley, number one. Like a place I like. Um, I think you get rid of some of the, the rotten apples from Hill Valley, and I think it'd be a cracking place. All right. I think we could do something good with that place. Drop some sandbags on some people's heads. Drop some sandbags on people's heads, yeah. Just straight up murder some other people. <laughs> okay. If you could choose, what one last question on this. Yeah, okay. If you had to choose a best friend yeah. of all the cast of Hill in um, Hill Valley, which who would you choose? Oh, um, Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Okay, um, should we take? You a can break drive a car. You can be my chauffeur. <laughs> <laughs> you can drive a car back in time. Yeah. Should yeah, let's take a break. break. Yeah, right. for sure. My next pick is set in the far future. I am talking about a place where the working week is no more than, <laughs> this is amazing, one hour a day for two days a week. Uh, there's lots of kind of push button space age conveniences. I'm talking about Orbit City from the classic Hanna-Barbera cartoon, The Jetsons. Now, wow. are, you, are you familiar with The Jetsons, Ralph? Of course, Alex. Well, I mean, yes. I haven't watched Je The Jetsons since it was being rerun back in about 1995. So, for me, I used to watch this religiously as a kid. It's actually some of my earliest memories of television, I think, actually, thinking about it. I was always, I had always remember the Jetsons over the Flintstones. There was something about the Jetsons that appealed to me so much. And it was, and it's interesting that, you know, we were talking about that 1950s aesthetic in Hill Valley, because essentially mm. the Jetsons had that in spades, mm -hmm. but catapulted it into the future. Mm -hmm. um, I absolutely loved it. Was the Jetsons uh, 60s? It was 60s, right? Or 70s? Yeah. Um, it, it ran from... It's weird, actually, because it basically ran from 62 to 63, and then there was a big old break, and then it was reproduced in 85 to 87. Huh. But, yes, but then, and hold on to your hats, because this one is going to blow your mind... <laughs> 2019 it was then brought back in 1990 jetsons the movie which served as a series finale to the tv show oh. but then 27 years later in 2017 there was a director video animated movie called the jetsons and wwe robo wrestlemania <laughs> <laughs> i know 
Now, how badly do you want to watch that? Like, yeah. So bad, right? Me yeah. too. Oh God, it will be incredible. Wow. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the first paragraph of the plot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> On modern-day Earth, after a live WWE show in Denver, Colorado, Big Show is scheduled to fight <laughs> Sheamus for the WWE Championship in Albuquerque on WWE SmackDown. The next night, Mr. McCowan cancels the show. McMahon. McMahon. <laughs> yep, big wrestling fan here. Vince McMahon, there you go, knows your name, cancels the title match due to a snowstorm. Enraged by the cancellation, Big Show storms out of the arena and flies a plane through the blizzard only to be lost in the storm when his plane stalls. A hundred years later, George Jetson is assigned by Mr. Spacely to supervise a project that involves robots drilling through the surface of the Earth when the robots report an obstruction on their drilling path. George investigates and discovers a frozen Big Show. After George brings him home and thaws him out, Big Show discovered that, discovers that he was frozen for a hundred years. Wow. I know. Right. There's an inherent contradiction there because that didn't sound right to me. And okay. it's because the Jetsons is set in 2062. Yeah. So a hundred years from 2017 is 2117. Ah, oh, come on. Who's going to quibble? Maybe George Maybe George has just got... They've discovered the cure to everlasting life. Maybe the cure is you only do one hour of work a day. The, the hilarious thing is that before that, everything else made perfect sense to me. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's fine for him to fly. Not to anyone else. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, embedded in the Earth's crust. Um, but the yeah, Jetson. man, the, the Jetson. So the place they lived in was called Orbit City. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, tons... Everything's automated there. To the point where you can get up, go on a conveyor belt, it will do your teeth, brush your teeth, do your hair, dress you, and pop you in your little space, awesome little space uh, vehicle, and off you go to work for your one hour. Um, George with his uh, wife Jane and his daughter Judy and son Elroy. And they had a dog, didn't they? Astro. Yeah, I mean, um, I I used to get very excited about the Jetsons when it was on. I remember it being something that wasn't on enough for me to get into, but when it was on, I really enjoyed. And the um, the Flintstones, I loved because everyone loved it. Um, but I think that I feel yeah, like I wasn't a huge the, fan. I'll be honest. Yeah, the Jetsons. The Jetsons. I feel I don't know when it was on, but I feel like it was a rare thing to see it. I don't know. Uh, I don't think you were looking in the right places. Oh, maybe. Um, but yeah, it was this. <laughs> I mean, there were four <laughs> options back in the. <laughs> Although I was, I was a bit of a whippersnapper. I mean, we're talking the reruns. I wasn't around the 1962 people. But it's, uh, this, it's this amazing utopian world, right? You know, it's off planet. So presumably Earth's gone to absolute shit by this time. And they've just terraformed somewhere else. Um, but it was brilliant. Everyone seems so happy. But don't the they all live in space space stations? Yeah, or, or orbit city. What's it orbiting? Uh, <laughs> sorry, yeah. I was six. I don't know. I didn't look into these things too much. Yeah. But I just loved how I just love I love gadgets in general, and the Jetsons had gadgets in bundles. You know, ah, oh, brilliant! What a show! What a place to live! 
I feel like, you know, there were no problems there. I mean, the only kind of glaring issue that everyone was white. But, um, you know, ignore that. It's fine. It's the it 60s, was, man. It was 1962 was. and Joseph Barbera. Yeah. Um, you know, but, but what I love cool, about man. that. It was good. It was a good place. What I love about that is that it was, um, I mean, that's pre the moon landing. And there was a time when everyone was like, oh, my God, the government is pumping money into the space, into the space race, into the space industry. Yeah. We're going to go to the moon by the end of the decade. Well, if we can get to the moon by 1970. Let's have all the bits. We'll be in Mars by 1980. Yeah. We'll, be, we'll have, and, and by, by 2062, we'll be, li- you know, our grandchildren will be living, orbiting the earth or, or Mars or whatever. Like, it, like, and you can see, I mean, it sounds silly, but. You know what happened though, don't you? The rate at which they were going. Yeah. That kind of made sense. But you know what happened? Someone got a sports almanac and ruined it for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, Trump. <laughs> um, so there you go, Orbit City. That's my that's my uh, that's my pick. Okay. Um, where where does that go? I mean, I mean, that's space. I mean, you've already gone to Mos Eisley. So so okay. Let, let's start. Mos Eisley or Orbit City? Oh, Orbit City. I mean, surely that's number one. I mean, if you. I think it is. Work, I think it's number one. I'll go number one. Yeah. You have to work. Was it two hours a week or one hour? One hour a week, two days a week, so two hours a week. What do you? What would you do? Origami. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, just go around pushing lots of buttons and make stuff happen. It'll be fantastic. I'd just wow. fly around in those cool ass spaceships. To be honest, they made that great little noise. Ah, oh, really want to watch the Jetsons. I tell you what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch this WWE thing. Maybe. Maybe this should be our, when we finish all this lockdown stuff, maybe this should be our little treat. We get a few beers in and we watch that watch that show. And I think our friend Jay will probably be quite keen for that as well. But we don't tell him what it's about because he won't listen to this because he doesn't care about us. Uh, <laughs> I, I doubt it's good. Hey, you shut your face. Okay. Um, all right. Go, go for it. So... I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going on holiday, Alex. Okay. Let me tell you about my vacation. So, as we know, we're in lockdown. However, um, there will be a period after lockdown, probably of about two months before the next lockdown. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So you've got to get got to get away as soon as we possibly can. You've got to get away, and I've got my holiday booked. Uh huh. Um, and I'm going to. I wouldn't say another planet. I say I'm going to another crazy dimension. Okay. Um, where the land is populated by a mix of elves and um, uh, weird rock creatures. You're going to Norway? No. <laughs> um, there are there are people that humanoid in humanoid form, but they swim like fish. Um, and there are people that look like birds okay right i'm going yeah. to this i'm going to this place but i'm going to one place in particular yeah and you might say to me wait why are you going to that place because it's fraught with danger and yeah. i'll say to you well it's only fraught with danger if you go against the totalitarian dictatorship so <laughs> so i am going to hyrule town Oh, lovely. I hear it's nice this time of year, actually. Yeah, yeah. So Hyrule Town, for those who yeah. don't know, is in the land of Hyrule. 
and Hyrule um, is a... owned by Ja Rule. <laughs> is, 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 yeah, Ja Rule owns Hyrule. Um, yeah. Murder Inc. Uh, it's Murder. That's a that's one for my my late nineties, early noughties people. Yeah. Um, no, so uh, <laughs> Hy- Hyrule is we're talking Zelda. We're talking The Legend of Zelda. We're talking a game which was first published, I believe, in 1986. Um, February 21st, 1986. Two days before my birthday. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Say no more. Um, and, um, you know, it, it's fraught with with pain and struggle. There's almost a, 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 a secular event um, which which takes place over a period of thousands of years, um, <laughs> where 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 there, there's a gigantic problem like climate change, and then there's a small elf child who resolves it through diplomacy, and then you know there's a beast lord man who's also a pig, and the cycle repeats over and over and over again for thousands of years. But we get to play it through. But to be in Hyrule Town. Is to be in a place full of action, um, full of um, people talking, jostling, bustling streets, um, and interesting characters. Uh, but then every now and again, it turns into a wasteland of near extinction. <laughs> well, it does sound appealing, but I'm assuming the travel brochures <laughs> kind of omit that last part. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll bite. Uh, yes, Hyrule Town. But I mean, what's the thing is with Hyrule Town? It, it's more just a, it's just a, a hub, I suppose, isn't it? <laughs> to then go off adventuring slash get killed by the goblins. It's good for trade. You can oh, trade for trade. It is good for trade. That's true. <laughs> you can kickstart the economy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sell some yeah. of those. Uh, coveted mushrooms i hear so much um, about it's got it's got look it's got, if you're the tourism board you sell it yeah. on a castle it's got a beautiful castle mm, it um, has got a nice castle it's got, it's got an authentic royal family who are respected and appreciated yeah. um and it's got it's got a, a really diverse set of characters who inhabit its space True. and and you know as you said you get people who come down from the mountains called the goron and they're there, and they're normally selling bombs. You know, because... <laughs> because that's what. So they're the terrorists of the, yeah. of the, yeah. of the land. Yeah. You, you, so, so you've got the fish people, who I don't know what they sell. What did the fish people sell? Flippers. <laughs> Flippers. Yeah. Probably. probably armbands. They sell armbands. But but hey, look, this 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 town changes all the time. Yep. Whenever there's a new generation of technology. Yeah. Um, that's very true. It's got it's it's it and there's a hero and every town needs a hero and there's a hero called Link, and he he comes in and he you know if you are in trouble he will no doubt save the day so hey so you feel you feel safe and secure in this place yeah yeah, yeah yeah so he's like the law he's Judge Dread basically of Hyrule he's he's like a legendary character who you just as your your belief fails and you think life's just you know. Life's just climbing trees, getting some apples. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's hard. It's a struggle. What did Darwin say? Oh, I don't know, but I'm sure you'll tell me in great detail. Darwin said something like, "Life is cruel and harsh, 
Um, I think he like said, that. life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And yeah. that's what he said. So, so just as you just as you you fall into your quagmire of turmoil mm. around what that box of chocolates is going to get, is going to give you, in walks your, your hero, in walks Link. He's got a master sword, a green tunic. He is the fabled legend of Zelda, and he's going to kick ass. But he is going to break your pots, ruin your front lawn, and not talk much. <laughs> it's true. He doesn't yeah. say a word. He doesn't say a word, does he? He's quite antisocial, actually. Mm. He's more than happy to pick up your chickens and take them for a joyride. <laughs> but he's not going to talk to you about anything. And he also he opens all your chests. <laughs> he does. He's basically a thief. Sleeps in your bed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. You are selling. You are selling this place to me. I have to say, uh, can't wait to go to Hyrule Town. Uh, so, in the grand scheme of things, what, where does that where, sit? Where does it sit? Uh, I mean, I'm not sold. <laughs> if I got, a, if I, if there was a package deal that came through my door saying, "Hey, do you know what, Alex? Let's go to Hyrule Town." Uh, all your your, your your drinks and your flights are included. <laughs> Transportation back and from. So, yeah, I'll tell you. Or on hills. I'll tell you. Um, the problem here is that when I first wrote this, I wrote Hyrule, and I thought Hyrule was a lovely place to live. Then you and then I remembered that the, I remember the stipulation was oh. town. So I, I I said okay, well Hyrule town, and and then obviously Hyrule town isn't so nice. Um, nothing, nothing, mate. It's just just. Okay, well, it goes in at number six. Goes in at number six. Sorry. Sorry, Hyrule. Sorry, Hyrule, but, you know, hey. Dem the rules. You're Okay. Up. Okay, so, given what we just said, how <laughs> it has to be a town, I'm, uh, I'm taking it with a pinch of salt. Uh, so I can also, I feel, include hamlets, villages, and just general dwellings. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so... Or actually, when uh, lockdown ends for me, I'm also going to take a, uh, uh, a vacation and I'm going to go to a tropical island. And this tropical island is inhabited by Yoshis, by Piantas and Nokis. Uh, it's the island called Delfino. Oh, hello. Hello. Hello, Delfino. So Delfino, for those mm. not in the know is from a little game called Mario Sunshine. It's got a it's got a it's got a um I mean it doesn't doesn't get enough love in my opinion. I think Mario Sunshine is a one of the best Mario games. Where do you sit? Because Mario very conservative guy and he's getting rid of a lot of stuff which some people might call street art. <laughs> he's getting rid of pollution. What are you talking about? Oh, is it pollution? I thought he was getting rid of graffiti. Okay. No, uh, it's pollution. Oh. He's got the flood pack, the water pack, because, oh, Shadow Mario's screwing it all up, isn't he? Oh, that's true. Sorry. So the island has been covered by graffiti, but also it's the it's the pollution. So I thought this was a really um, a really poignant statement to make. Uh, but, you know, it's a social commentary about pollution and how all we actually need is a small Italian plumber with a super soaker to sort it all out. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, 
Rafael Delfino, and I'm talking specifically about uh, Delfino, what's it called? Delfino Town? No. Delfino Island, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's the main bit called? Delfino Plaza. Delfino, Delfino Plaza. Plaza. There you go. I'm Sounds talking about right. Delfino Plaza. Beautiful. Crystal clear waters. Um, I mean, you know, just, just around the corner, you've got the Bianco Hills. You've got Gelato Beach, which sounds very enticing. Yeah. You've got the Corona Mountains, probably not so good at this uh, at this junction. To be sounds like they actually called that. Yeah, they called the Corona Mountains. Wow, wow. It's, it's the volcano cool. part. The volcano part. But um, you know, the sun's always shining. Um, it is. It seems, seems like a lovely place to go. I probably wouldn't want to spend too long there, to be honest. I, I okay. So my issue with this. And it's more of a meta issue is that of all the Mario platformer games I've ever played, Mario Sunshine is my least favorite. I'm not saying it's a bad game, but I didn't really enjoy it. Why? Why? I don't understand why. It's got more. The move set is basically just a continuation from 64. I just didn't. Just, it's brilliant. You've got you've got so much flexibility. I don't know, man. Like I loved Mario sixty four. I loved Mario Galaxy games and everything since. But that one game, I bought it and I was disappointed. And I play, I think there was something about hovering with the um, the water pack. Flood slowed everything down. Mm. It just felt slower. And I just was like, this hasn't got the flow. I like the flow of Mario. Okay. Boom, boom, okay. Boom, boom, just the rhythm to okay. It. Okay. You know? Well, fair enough. And also, uh, weird flubby people, their flubbiness. <laughs> the flubby people with their flubbiness. Uh, bit, bit rude. Uh, I think you're talking about the piantas. Yes, sorry. Yes. Um, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Uh, but personally, I loved exploring Delfino Plaza and Coconut Mall. And I just thought it was an idyllic location. And that's why I've chosen it. Okay. Basically, I really like tropical settings in most things, including video games, it turns out. Mm. But ironically, I don't like the beach. Well, I definitely was thinking Mushroom Kingdom. Um, and I, I was actually thinking, where could I? Because Mushroom Kingdom's too broad. I mean, that's that's like a country. It's almost like you're saying Hyrule, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so, so it's like, you know, how can you pinpoint? So I think you, uh, going for Delfino is a good shout. Okay. So um, let's, let's take out the equation that this is in the game Mario Sunshine. We're just yeah. basing this purely on Delfino Plaza. Well, on I'm, not Delfino sure about, I'm not sure about the pollution problem. You know, I don't really want to. Oh, you, you, you want it, do you? Oh, no. You, no but when it's all cleaned up, come on. I'm talking end game. So post, okay. So post, end game, post. Mario's gone through. Yeah, so. I don't want to go there and just get covered in gunk. Wouldn't be very nice, would it? Yeah, end game, end game. Well, in that case, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's perfect, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no other human being. I mean, I'd be a bit out of place. I'd be surrounded by weird polygonal um, characters. You say you'd feel out of place. How's Mario feel in New Donk City? He, yeah, I mean, he's confused. So, I mean, confused. Doesn't know what's going on. That's my Thinks point. Why am I this size? Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Where where do you want? Where should we put that? I think it's quite high, personally. 
Well, it depends what you want. I mean, if you want a chilled time with no problems, Mario's cleaned up the pollution. There aren't any. Oh, wait. He's that's, massacred. That's, that's, that's my MO for life. He's massacred all the Coopers and all this ink spitting squids. Yeah. Um, then then right, it's, it's at the top. But I've got a feeling it's going to be pretty bland. I mean, the problem is what we've got here is we've got Orbit Sissy. Utopia, but you're in space, and you know you, maybe you feel a bit enclosed because you're having to sit inside your little in, environment thing chamber. Your hill valley, where let's face it, life's all right, but it could change at any moment because someone might affect the time-space continuum. Yeah. Amity Island, you might get killed by a shark at any moment. Sunny Day, you're gonna get. Well, not at any vampire. moment. You're not gonna be sat in a cafe <laughs> and be worried about a shark coming to kill you, are you? But my point is, is they're all fraught with danger. Like, Moss Eisley, um, you might get a blaster to the face, and Hyrule Town, Ganondorf may decide to create an apocalypse. He sets so, alarm clocks slightly earlier. And he's, yeah. Uh, he's off. The thing is, though... So Delfino, number one in that case. But, yeah, but, isn't, but isn't it, you know, you can't just have this beautiful place. You know, there's always going to be the yin and the yang. You know, there's what it would be boring if there was no yeah, challenge. Hey, what the yang is the yang is is that you go, hey, um, island resident, how are you doing? And they go, <laughs> and you go, what? Well, I don't understand you. What are you saying? <laughs> and they just do one animation over and over again. That's the yang. Okay, that doesn't sound great. I'll be honest. Um, okay, well, for my money, I'm going number two. No, wait, what's number two? Amity's number two at the present, right? No, Hill Valley's number two. Oh, okay. I'm going three. Above Amity. Above Amity. Very similar places, except for the shark. Well, I'm aware. I'm aware. Clearly, what All I right, want is fine. No. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you do it. I mean, thank you. I I just I just think I'd be really tripped Bored. up, and I I wouldn't know. No, I just think I'd be really confused and dazed by all the bright colours. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Okay. Fine. Right. You do one, then we'll have a quick break, and we'll come back to the final two. Okay. Imagine <laughs> imagine living in a land frequented by elves. Um, well, not, but not elves, no, no. Imagine living in a land yeah. where everyone is shorter than you are, um, where, where every now and again they have a great party and there's fireworks and a wizard comes to town. <laughs> Uh-huh. Right. So we're talking about the Shire. And if we're doing this pre or post, I'm talking the Shire pre bloody Saruman and his yeah. is invading. So we're talking the Shire pre shit hits the fan. The idyllic um, Shire. The idyllic Shire at the beginning of the Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. Um, obviously Tolkien's uh, classic uh, world in Middle Earth. Um, it's full of New Zealanders and well Kiwis who, who we all know are lovely. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's a it's a it's a it's a green pasture. Um, you get to live in live within the earth, which is quite cool. I think you know everyone's always wanted to dig a hole and live there. Um, and especially, especially if you're at war. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, great fireworks, friendly wizards. Um, interesting character elves who have lived for in peace for like a thousand years. Um, the occasional dwarf, drunken dwarf. No, the maybe the, the elves don't live in the Shire. They no, you know, I'm sure they would turn up every Pop now over. and again. 
It'll be trading. You know? okay, yeah, I suppose so. Well, technically, I live in the Shire. Really? Well, no, but it was. It's. Uh, it was. Tolkien wrote the Shire to be Surrey. Oh, okay. And what? I've been to fireworks in Surrey, <laughs> and I've seen magicians. Well, I, but he's not a conjurer of cheap tricks. That's true. I've seen. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. I'm with. I'm with you. Uh, okay. I can. I can see this. Although, a bit boring, isn't it? It's interesting because. Um, I guess it's a simpler life. That's quite nice. That's appealing. So the Lord of the Rings was written uh, the the first part, at least I, th- I believe, in um, 1937. Wow. Uh, and it's interesting to say that because when you said you know you live in Surrey, I was like, when I think about where you live in particular, I was like, well, that's not, it. it's not the Shire. <laughs> it's not the Shire. It's, it's full of buildings and stuff. Um, but then you think back to what, what would have Surrey been like in 1937? What was the world like in 1937? I'd tell you what the world was bloody like in 1937. We were just about to go to war, is what it was like. That's true, yeah. Right? And um, Not ideal. Not ideal. But hell yeah, Tolkien predicting shit hitting the fan. Oh my God. Wow, yeah. That. Yeah. Think ever put that in your pot pipe and smoke it. Like um, Gandalf does with his Shireweed. Mm, and I believe Tolkien was in the First World War as a, a fighter, which is why a lot of his experience of, experiences of battle were based on. Um, so uh, the reason Tolkien um, described these giant, scary spiders so well was uh, he was raised in South Africa, and I believe he had a, a, um, a one-to-one experience with a Goliath spider, which are the largest spiders on the planet. Oh, that sounds sounds nice. So they're not in the Shire. Um, they're not they in the Shire. They don't really have any any kind of insectoids, do they? In the Shire, it's all just a very peaceful, plod along place. Yeah, it's a nice. I guess it's a nice pace of life. There were no threats. Simple folk. Well, <laughs> they uh, maybe uh, misjudged that part. Farming folk. All it takes is a bloody ring. That's it. That's it. All it takes is um, one ring to rule them all. One ring to make you invisible. Um, and, Would you uh, use that if you were? Uh, so you know when? Not Frodo, the other one, Bilbo. Bilbo. You know when Bilbo gives his little speech at his birthday party and then pops on the ring and off he goes. I love that scene. I think that's so mean. I think that's because re- he doesn't intend to ever be seen again. He's mm-hmm. just going to, that's his magnum opus almost. He puts the ring on, off he goes. Doesn't even say goodbye to He just says, you know, he gives quite a nice little, oh, it's been nice to see you all and blah, blah, blah. See ya. Uh, that's going to traumatise people for it life. It is. But that's why I like him because there's something dark about that, isn't there? There's something. Yeah, he's that, possessed by the ring, isn't he? Yeah. That's a, he's like, urged to put it on. It's like the first clue that it's making this character, mm. this lovely, bubbly, um, yeah, you're right. bumbling character, a bit dark, have a darker edge. Like, I, that's why I really like that scene. Because even when he goes to, he's like, his fingers are twitching for the ring, aren't they? It's, um, yeah, it's a good scene. It's a good scene. Um, okay. Well, look, the Shire. The Shire. Where? 
Well, good vegetables. I do like their buildings, especially the big round doors. In fact, mm. I would love a house with a big round door. That would that's a genuine uh, bucket list thing for me. And I'm going to add in. <laughs> yeah. My stipulation is the Shire once a year. Gandalf yeah. visits and puts on a massive firework display. Oh, that's good. Okay, yeah, you've you've bumped it up a few there for me now. Mm. I think. I think that sits pretty high, you know, maybe just below Hill Valley. Number three. Mm. I, think I, so. I would 100%. Well, I'd rather live there than Delfino because I think Delfino is like an acid trip. Um, <laughs> and I would just be so confused. Uh-huh. Um, so you'd go to the Shire to see wizards and. Yeah. But I have to say, if, um, if Sauron decided to awaken, then we're all absolutely screwed yeah then then you want the bright colorful acid trip of delfino don't you yeah okay all right i'm happy with that right let us take a couple of minutes yeah collect ourselves Mm -hmm. come back for the the penultimate and then the ultimate Mm. rank them and we put this baby to bed let's do that okay good Okay, right. Ralph, my final pick for you may yeah. come as a bit of a surprise because straight off the bat, I'm going to say it's not for everyone. <laughs> this isn't a particularly nice place, but it, it's definitely got that element of danger that we've spoken about. But I think it's interesting. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to talk to you about... 2000 AD's fictional world called Mega City One. Oh, yes. Mm. So, 2000 AD, um, a quintessential. Sorry? Okay, it depends who you are, really, as to how much you enjoy this place. That's very true. So, uh, 2000 AD, a quintessential British mm. uh, comic series, which st- originated in 1977. Um, which is still being published to this day, which is quite incredible, which has spawned countless numbers of um, protagonists. The, the most famous being Joseph Dredd, or Judge Dredd, as you may mm-hmm. know him, or Sylvester Stallone, as you also may know him, <laughs> which I hope you don't. Um, and 2000 AD, well, the, the main city where Judge Dredd is set is Mega City 1. Now, Mega City 1 is basically <laughs> a, a huge metropolis in the middle of an absolute wasteland. There's been a huge, it's a post-nuclear metro, uh, mega, megalopolis, in fact. Not even wow. a metropolis, a megalopolis. megalopolis right. Yes. Sounds like um, a dinosaur. Which is on the eastern united states basically so you've got the cursed earth which is the rest of america and then you've basically got mega city one um it's a fascinating place you know Mm -hmm. i mean it's huge it's it's you know it is policed by judges and they could be a little bit pedantic about certain things i'm not gonna lie you know like freedom of speech for example being they're very literal aren't they They are very literal. It's Mm. true. They are the judge, the jury, and the executioner. They are. Um, But it is home to some 
Good Lord, I don't even know how, what the population is, but it's, it's massive. It's divided into something like 300 different sectors. Uh, you've got like Angel Town, which is kind of like the slums, and that's where like, you know, the low life kind of live. Um, but then you've got all the different uh, apartment blocks and whatnot, which are, you know, city blocks, which are absolutely huge skyscrapers where citizens live. And, you know, overall, it's not that bad. I mean, it's got, it's, got, it's, got some, it's got some things going for it. Basically, if you're wealthy, you're going to have a great time there. Sadly, about 98% of the civilian population are unemployed because of all the advances in robotics. So most, most things are automated and whatnot. So this is and, a very different version of a robotic future than the Jetsons sets out. Very much so. This is this is more the um, everything's fucked, the world's on fire. More uh, realistic version. <laughs> more realistic version, yes, absolutely. Um, most of the citizens are pretty poorly educated and can barely read or write because they don't need to. Um, there's a big military presence. Why do I want to go here exactly? I'm not quite sure. Um, I, I tell you why I want to go here because I want to do the anti-gravity surfing. That's the only reason. It's the only reason I want oh. to go here. Hello. Explain anti-gravity surfing. So anti-gravity surfing, uh, if you're not familiar with uh, Chopper, who is the, uh, the, main, the, main, the main guy of, of, of the hoverboard racing. Um, hang on, I'm just going to have a little, a little Google here. Sky surfing, that's what it's called. So yeah, the main, you know, the main, one of the main reasons I'd like to go here. Not saying I'd like to stay here for a prolonged time, but mm. I would like to go and at least take part in some sky surfing. Okay. Uh, you you familiar with sky surfing? And I, I mean, I, I imagine it means falling <laughs> from the sky and catching some sweet thermals. No, basically, sky surfing is uh, you have a board, a hoverboard. Uh, and every year there is the super surf where it's a big old race around mega city one uh and it's a no holds barred sort of race i suppose normally the well the main kind of two protagonists who feature quite heavily in this is uh chopper or marlin uh and who's the other guy jug mckenzie that's the other guy and uh it's pretty pretty great everyone everyone gets involved everyone looks at what's going on in the world um yeah, i mean i'm starting to regret my decision the more i talk about it to be honest but um hey who cares i'm going for it it's i different. think you're you're thinking you're going to be a judge that's why maybe i'm thinking i'm going to be a judge i don't think i'd like to be a judge though to be honest i mean they've got a lot of a lot of perps to put away I guess you could easily put them in the isolation cubes, but yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's not Delfino Island, is it? I mean, it's, it's not, not Delfino. It's not Delfino. I'll be honest with you, Ralph. I was like, trooper. I'll be honest. I was going left wing. I thought it's between this and Toontown, and I think I chose poorly. Uh, okay. We've got honourable mentions. Honourable mentions. Spoiler alert. Probably Toontown. Yeah. Uh, so Mega City One. Please feel free to put it at the bottom of the list. <laughs> Does it sway your mind, however, if you knew that there was a judge called Judge Fish who was actually a fish? Uh, yes. Yeah, good. Well, good. 
Look, I mean, I um, what occurs to me is that there are very few fictional places which are happy places. Yeah, that's that's quite true, isn't it? I feel like it's true. Otherwise, I mean, there's a there, there is real imminent danger everywhere. I mean, even Delfino Plaza, we we making the assumption that Marius cleaned the place up before yeah. that. You know, there there are enemies around. I mean, Coopers aren't very nice people, are they? They're gonna just kill you for no reason. They're throw things. I mean, you. I hate to tell you this, but Coopers aren't in that game. Shit. You see, this is the problem. It didn't even have the proper Mushroom Kingdom lore. No, because it's not in the Mushroom Kingdom. I know, it's in fucking Yohine. I don't care. I don't want you to re-release an <laughs> HD version. I don't want you to do it. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna buy it and regret it. It'll get, it'll get eight out of ten um on IGN no doubt they'll be like oh it's a really good remake of a classic and um and or you'll I'll, buy uh, it and realize that I was right this whole time and then you'd have to come with me cap in hand and go yeah you were right no or I could play Mario Galaxy which is actually a genuinely classic mm-hmm. game anyway uh, we're not talking about that we're talking about Mega City 1 where's it going I'd rather live in Hyrule Town because I could live there depending on if I live there for a hundred years, I, won't, yeah. I probably won't have any trouble because it'll be fine unless Ganondorf happens to respawn. Um, whereas Mega City One is this perpetual dystopia. Well, yeah, but you say that, but if you're a law-abiding citizen, then you kind of won't have any trouble either because the judges will take care of things. Okay, but but what if you just like you know? I guess it's a bit like lockdown, isn't it? No, no, it's not. Thank God. Um, let's put it at the bottom of the list, and we'll go to your final, final pick. Mega. Mega City One. City. Who no. knows? Okay, City. So, so I'm going. I'm going somewhere. Um, very, very unexpected. Okay. Um, you can't even really call it a town. I guess there is a town um, associated with it. Okay. And that town is called Blobby Town. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love this. Okay, um, hang on. I've got to search my memory banks. Crinkly Bottom. Yes. Yes, Noel Edmonds' little gaff. Yeah. Where he lives with Mr. Blobby. Yeah. I go in Crinkly Bottom. The Crinkly Bottom. Well, it's quintessential, uh, like, little British country town, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a, it's a big mansion. Yeah. Um, There's a gunge tank. There is a gunge tank. All the rave in the 90s. Whenever you know it, a celebrity might knock on the door or ring Good. the bell and yeah. come in. And you have a great conversation with them and then gunge them. Yeah. <laughs> um, it all comes back to gunge, basically. There's... um. A studio audience whenever you know there's a laughter track basically well actually so do you know it's a real place crinkly bottom as in it was they made a quote unquote theme park that you could actually go to called crinkly bottom ah i think yeah. that might be where Bob blobby town it must be maybe that's blobby town i, I feel like it was somewhere near devon or cornwall somewhere around there do you remember when there, there, there was that spate of... Um... It was in St. Cricket St. Thomas. Okay. Oh, my goodness. It was called Blobbyland, you're right. Yeah, there you go. Do you remember when there was that spate of Christmas 
like parks that people went to and there would be complaints because there wouldn't be any snow no do you remember that i'm sure it was like a late 90s early noughties thing where families would book to go to these like christmas themed parks and they would get there and it'd be like in a field in hampshire like pulp say um obscure reference number 25 um and uh and it would be yeah it would be like you go to this christmas themed park but it was just in a field and there was no fake snow or anything and there used to be complaints no i didn't know well well millions of listeners will know exactly what i'm talking about okay um anyway so 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 yeah crinkly bottom okay yeah bottom um and 1994 um, paradise yeah and i just think of noel edmonds being you know his little chuckle uh ralph can you please do me a favor can you google crinkly bottom park and then look on the images because there are pictures of abandoned crinkly bottom theme park and it is the stuff of nightmares (laughs) absolute nightmares <laughs> oh my god. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh dude, but oh man, like, if you want to go on a photography trip. Um, they had a pub. Look at that. Wow. Dun blobbin. Dun blobbin. Mm. Uh, anyone listening to this, please, please do yourself a favour and Google Crinkly Bottom Park and What's then it? get get ready for your night terrors to Mr. Blobby has a toilet as well in um, Crickley Bottom Park and it's painted the same colour he is so well he had a family didn't he didn't he have like a blobby wife and a blobby child Mr. Blobby was terrifying wasn't he yeah he was he would come in he would smother poor old Noel <laughs> he would he would him. smother him yeah push him to the ground yeah so, so what was for also there's the animals of Farthing Wood and Noddy in Toy Town. God, they really just crammed everything into Crinkly Bottom Park, didn't they? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, go. so yeah. given given the horrifying images I've just I've just witnessed and the fact that Mr. Blobby was terror absolutely what's the word I'm looking for? Terrifying. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Yeah. What makes you want to go to this place? Oh, well, I get to live in a mansion. Okay. Yeah. Um, and bring I said before, you know, any moment, yeah, any moment, you know, celebrities from the early '90s might walk in. So Nigel Mansell might come in, um, dressed up as dressed up as a policeman. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and and the whole I don't know who else. I don't know Chris Eubank might come. I'm sure he probably appeared. You know, you get all these all these random early '90s yeah. stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and what better way to spend your your vacation? Actually, that's a pretty good point. So, quickly, bottom number one. That's what we're saying. I think we're, we might be saying that, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I did look. Look, there's, there's look. Um, right now, I tell you, I tell you the order we have currently. Okay. okay. Uh, number one, we have Orbit City. Yep. The Jetsons. Um, number two, we have Hill Valley. Yep. Um, number three, the Shire. Yep. Uh, four, Delfino Plaza. Five Amityville, Amity Island. Yeah. Uh, six Sunnydale. Yeah. Um, number seven Moss Eisley. Number eight Hyrule Town. And number nine Mega City. I never want to go there ever. One. <laughs> uh, okay. Fair enough. Well, maybe we put Crinkly Bottom just above Mega City One then. Okay. How do you feel about that? Yeah, that, that's fair. Okay, great. 
Well, there we go then. So you've already read it out, so we don't really need to do that bit again, do we? Well, no, I guess I guess we we um, uh, what we normally do is we normally go where we verify the list. Yeah, we shall. Um, well, let's verify it. Okay. We'll go to the powers that be, make sure they're happy with it. Yeah. Okay. Fine. And then we'll report back with a full. Yeah. And any uh, any honourable mentions if we have any. Okay. Sounds good. All right. All right. It. Nice. All right, bye. Okay. Cool. Alright, we have verified the list. We have. We're happy with it? Well, we, we've, we've made one change. One change, okay. Oof. We've made one change. So the new so, list, um, but we'll, we'll do the big order. Um, okay, we'll do the big, from 10 to I'll, 1. I'll, I'll, tell you, no, I'll tell you the change, yeah. and then we'll do the, the main the main shebang, which okay. is what we, we all look forward to. Okay. Um, so the change is we have switched, we've made a switch. It's a move called the switch. The switch. Um, it's quite rare, but it does happen. Uh, we switched Amity Island, not Amityville, um, as uh, my colleague reminded me. Amityville is actually um, from an entirely different type of film. Yeah. Um, so, so we we've switched Amity Island for um, Delfino Plaza okay. uh, because I'd rather risk being murdered <laughs> by a shark. And spend my time with weird, horrible, mumbling creatures. So, uh, here we go. Very good. Okay. All right. So, Candison. Candison. Ten countdown. Alex, are you ready? Oh, um, yes. So, at number ten, we have Mega City One. I am the law, but I will not be coming here. At number nine, Crinkly Bottom. The images of that will haunt me for a long time. Number eight, Hyrule Town. Yeah, uh, good for apples, I suppose. Seven, Moss Eisley. I do want to go to the cantina. Six, Sunnydale. Uh, on the Hellmouth, hell yeah. Five, Delfino Plaza. Say what you will. It's one of the best Mario games. Or Amity Island. Just don't go in the water, or you're going to need a bigger compass. Uh, three, the Shire. Uh, love those doors. And then uh, number two, I can't believe something Back to the Future related isn't number one, but number two is Hill Valley. Heavy. <laughs> And then number one, the the best fictional town place ever, Evs, yeah. Orbit City. Ah, oh, I just want to push all the buttons and get everything automated. Does that mean we're just super lazy? Probably, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, but in space. No, oh, yeah. no one can hear you be lazy. So it's no one can hear you scream, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm happy with that list. I think that's good. Ooh, I'm I enjoyed happy. that. I enjoyed that. Thank you very much, Ralph, for, for brightening up my Friday evening. Got any honourable mentions for me, Alex? I do, as a matter of fact. Uh, I'll hit you up with a big one, which I probably should have gone for, and that is Springfield. Oh, uh, Simpsons. From The Simpsons, yes, indeed. Yes. Uh, also, I really like Frasier's depiction of Seattle. 
Not fictional. Well, no, but you know, as as I found out to my dismay, it's not actually even filmed in Seattle, and no, Cafe Nervosa is all a set. And I went to Seattle, cap in hand, thinking, oh, I'm going to do a Fraser tour. It's going to be really exciting. And to be told that he's barely even stepped foot in it. No, they they got the original Starbucks in Seattle, but you have to queue for ages. Um, yeah, I've seen that. It's got a different sign as well, isn't it? Different sign. Yeah, the all the branding is the original branding. Yeah. 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 Also, Star sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you remember those T-shirts from like 2000s where it was like logos corrupted with things like that on? Yeah. It's like super punk, super punk rock. Yeah, tights, man. God, they were shit. Um, <laughs> and as I mentioned earlier, Toontown. They're my honourables. Okay. That's good. I mean, Toontown is a bit like Delfino Plaza. I think it would be there would be a novelty aspect where you'd be like, oh, oh you lovely. Yeah. But then you'd just be... But you don't want to talk to the locals again. <laughs> it'd just be so surreal, man. Like, it you would, know. yeah. It would. Um, and it'd be, again, it'd be like, is this pre-dip or post-dip? Let's spice it up. Let's go pre-dip. Yeah, so there'd be that constant threat of, you know, dip around the corner. And p- pianos falling off roofs. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, look, I, I've, I've, um, I've only got one more to add to that, which is um, Hawkins, Indiana. Oh, and the Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, like I, I, I'm a, I, I'd say, yeah, I'm a Strange Things fan. I'm not, I'm not a mad fan, but I do enjoy it. I do enjoy watching when it's on, and it almost made my list. It was, it was between Hawkins, Indiana, and Crinkly Blossom. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it's and, worth it for uh, the images. Worth yeah, the images. yeah. I just thought Hawkins. You know, it's um, as long as you don't enter the um, I don't even know what we call it, the Shadowland or something. Upside down uh, world. Upside down world. As long as you don't enter the upside down world. It's pretty nice. It's got the whole 80s vibe to it. You know, you've got you yeah. can ride your BMX and, yeah. and uh, live in that kind of lovely that lovely 80s nostalgia. So that is that is good. Um, but there's no Mr. Blobby, so it didn't quite. <laughs> um, That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have that threat. You got to have that threat around the corner. So um, good. That that's it. We are done. Well, there another, we go. Another one. Episode. Another one in the can. Yeah. Very good. Well, thank you very much for listening. Yes. Everyone. Uh, again, like keep your suggestions coming through. Uh, thank you very much to Ralph. Not you. Well, both of you, I suppose. Um, it was really good. I enjoyed that. Uh, anyone want us to hear us talk for hours about meaningless stuff? Feel free. We're happy to oblige. You know, yeah. we've got nothing to do. So send us a note at my list cast on Twitter. Um, yeah. We would love to hear from you, and um, yeah, everyone, stay, stay increasingly safe. I hope. Stay alert. Stay safe. The green stay, cross code. Yeah, all of all of the above. Um, uh, yeah. That. All right, cool, my friend. Lovely to converse with you as always, and I look forward to the next time our voices cross. So do I. That's weird, isn't it? Um, all right. See you later. Bye.